Welcome to our Clothed with the Sun daily podcast, daily reading of scripture and meditation on the gospel of the day. I am James Thomas. Today is Thursday, June 1st, 2023, Thursday of the eighth week of ordinary time. Our reading today is taken from the gospel according to St. Mark. As Jesus was leaving Jericho with his disciples and a sizable crowd, Bartimaeus, a blind man, the son of Timaeus, sat by the roadside begging. On hearing that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, son of David, have pity on me. And many rebuked him, telling him to be silent. But he kept calling out all the more, son of David, have pity on me. Jesus stopped and said, Call him. So they called the blind man, saying to him, Take courage, get up, Jesus is calling you. He threw aside his cloak, sprang up, and came to Jesus. Jesus said to him in reply, What do you want me to do for you? The blind man replied to him, Master, I want to see. Jesus told him, Go your way, your faith has saved you. Immediately he received his sight and followed him on the way. So here we have a famous and yet typical miracle story of Jesus curing the man that we call blind Bartimaeus. Bar means the son of. He was the son of Timaeus. And this is really a great reading, which... Uh, serves as a template for you and me, for the spiritual life. First of all, we're all blind. Great thing to meditate with. Put yourself in the place of blind Bartimaeus. We are all blind. There's so much we don't know. There's so much we don't see. And even when we do know some things, we reject the truth outright because it might require a little sacrifice here and there. So we sit in our blindness. We enjoy even our blindness. Very often when, I mean, just with the events of the past couple of years, all the craziness the world has gone through, sometimes facts come out. Sometimes uh, information and evidence comes out that really can't be denied. And yet people say, oh, I don't want to hear about that. Fake news. I guess people can use that expression on both sides of the aisle, fake news. So we're all blind. We're all blind to ourselves too. Our own strengths, our own weaknesses. We're blind to so many things. We're blind to the purpose of our lives. We're blind to the world around us. And the Lord allows us to be blind. He allows it. He's given us free will. Of course, he reveals to us what the Ten Commandments are, what his laws are, and how he desires us to do the best we can to seek him and find him and accept his salvation that he won for us by his death on the cross. Yet still, he allows us to stay back and do none of that. We will still be judged on whether or not we sought him, whether or not we did our best. But he allows us to stay in our blindness, but he invites us to ask for the things that we need. In other words, it requires something on our part. He's the Savior. Sometimes we think we're the Savior. But he wants us to participate in our own salvation. He wants us to ask, to seek, to call out. 
And so this is what Bartimaeus does. Jesus, son of David, have pity on me. What is the Jesus prayer? Jesus, Lord Jesus Christ, son of God, have mercy on me, a sinner. It's a very, very powerful prayer. It's a simple little prayer. Lord Jesus Christ, son of God, have mercy on me, a sinner. It comes from this passage and similar passages to this. We're just saying the word, saying the name of Jesus, admitting our fault, asking him for help. It does a world of good. It brings about so many graces and blessings upon us. And you have the people around him rebuking him, saying, oh, don't talk about religion. Don't talk about Jesus. Let's just talk about sports. Let's talk about the world. Of course, I'm not saying exactly what the Jews were doing at the time, but it's similar. They said, leave him alone. Stop calling out his name. So all the more he called out. This is what we need to do in our world today. All the more we need to call out, Lord, heal our world. Lord, heal me. Lord, I don't want to seek the solutions of the world. They've already failed time and again. Lord, help me. Cure my blindness. So finally, Jesus responds. Call him. And they say, take courage. Get up. Jesus is calling you. We call Jesus. He calls us. We give him an inch. He gives us a mile. We turn in his direction. And like the father in the parable, the prodigal son, he runs in our direction. And he wants, he loves us so much. He loves us more than we love ourselves. He wants to heal us. He wants to help us. He wants to heal the whole world. He wants to take us all to heaven. He threw aside his cloak. He sprang up. He came to Jesus. And then Jesus says, what do you want me to do for you? Once again, this is a template for the spiritual life. He wants us to ask. He doesn't just give That would be one-sided. He wants it to be a relationship. He wants it to be two-sided. He's a gentleman. He doesn't force himself on us. So Jesus says to you, he says to me, what is it that you want from me? And sometimes we don't even know. And that's the purpose of our prayer lives is to develop the question. It's to develop the dialogue, develop the communication, the relationship. It's not to simply accept something that's forced So Jesus wants us to examine the desires of our hearts. What is it that we need? What is it that will help us grow and and hopefully help us grow closer to him? What is it you want me to do for you? This This is the work of our lives, to formulate an answer to that question. But Bartimaeus knows, and once again, it's an answer for all of us. Master, I want to see. And Jesus says, go your way. Your faith has saved you. He recovered his sight. Your faith has saved you. I'm always blown away when Jesus says that. Because we know it's not faith that cures a blind man. We know it's not faith that gets us into heaven. Although faith, I would say, is like the halfway point. Even though, yes, if we measured it, God's infinite, we're not. But it's the halfway point in the dialogue, in the relationship. In other words... Over on one extreme, you got us sitting there doing nothing, and we receive nothing. Over on the other hand, you have God doing everything, and he wants to give us everything. And where's the halfway point? It's us turning to him in faith, saying, yes, Lord, please, Lord, help me, Lord. And then he gives it. Why am I thinking right now of It's a Wonderful Life? The scene where George finally realizes he wants to live 
And he says, I want to live again. I want to live again. Clarence, Clarence, the angel, Clarence, I want to live again. And then in a brief little moment, he says, after all that, dear God, I want to live again. And suddenly it starts snowing and we find out that he's alive again. Bert, is it Bert? (laughs) Bert the cop, George, George. And now we know that uh, he's back. We just need to give the Lord that much and he gives us everything. But yes, our faith is the, uh, the button that turns it on. Our faith is the catalyst. The Lord has this ocean of mercy and grace. He just wants to pour straight at us, in us, over us, etc. He wants to fill us with goodness and mercy and love. And he's waiting for us to say, yes, Lord, Lord, help me to see. Yes, Lord. And that's our faith. I'm reminded too of the 12 steps and how, you know, we have to realize our blindness. That's step one. We have to acknowledge that we are sinners, acknowledge that we need a God. Step two is faith, really. It's acknowledging there is a God, acknowledging we need his help. Can't do step three without step two. Step three is when we say, please, Lord, help me. And it's when people start to do step three for real not just in lip service, but when they really make their third step, that's when the drinking stops. That's when the drugs stop, the gambling, the sex addiction, the whatever else, food addiction. That's when it stops. It's faith, And we actually call that hope. It's faith in action, taking our faith. But remember, you know, you can't have hope without faith. Faith comes first, then hope. So when Jesus says your faith has saved you, I guess, you know, if he were giving us a theological treatise, he would say, well, it's actually when it becomes hope, but that's okay. Faith is what he needs us to to get to first. That's the first thing. And he's acknowledging when he says that to these different people that he healed. Yes, without faith, this never would have happened. Your faith has healed you. So we ask the Lord to increase our faith at all times and all these other little stages in between. Help us to ask, help us to know what to ask for. Help us to recognize our blindness, our misery, our sins. Dear Lord, through the intercession of Our Lady who constantly intercedes for us, help us to bridge the gap, bridge the gap more and more and more. Because that's really, it's the meaning of our existence. And it's what heaven is all about, that we recognize we need a savior. We recognize we need the Lord. We're from him and we're for him. And that when we recognize this and when we turn to him, he's able to give us endless, not just what we need, but what will make us happy, what will satisfy us for all eternity. Have a great day. God bless you.